Listener Production. Northern Hemisphere markets becalmed with Wall Street offline for a public holiday. And Aussie shares expected to open flat on Tuesday with BHP poised to report. I'm Tom. And I'm Ryan. It's Tuesday, the 20th of February. Welcome to the Comsec Market Update. I mean, it's a cop-out to say that not, not much is going on with the US markets offline. However, um, there's definitely a lack of liquidity and that's reflected in the market moves. You've got the US futures uh, open, of course, in after hours trade and we're seeing only very modest moves there. Uh, Slight positives for the Dow Jones and the S&P 500, the NASDAQ, uh, distinguishing itself with a gain of one quarter of a percent. European markets similarly uh, were not doing much at all. The UK market up by a quarter of a percent. The French market was unchanged largely. The German market dipped by around 0.2 of a percent. And the stock 600 index, the pan-European measure, uh, up by around 0.2 of a percent. What uh, would you be mentioning in your memoirs, Ryan? With US closed, it's important to remember we've got earnings from Bellwether NVIDIA due out Wednesday. And that could provide new impetus for equities as investors try to gorge the strength of the global economy. At the same time, we've also got Home Depot and Walmart due to kick off quarterly earnings reports for a slew of retailers this week. And they'll offer investors a crucial look at the financial health of US households and a sense of whether consumers can continue to drive strong economic growth going forward. The likelihood of um, markets having another leg up from these levels what would you say it would rely on? Well, it's going to depend on a few things. We also get the US Federal Reserve's latest meeting minutes mm. on Wednesday. So we did see the US bond market broadly flat overnight, and the market is looking towards these minutes on Wednesday. So some clues there, perhaps, around the timing of the US Federal Reserve's rate cuts. Now, we have seen a pushing out of the time horizon when it comes to uh, the potential for, for rate cuts. I don't see anything this week that could bring that horizon back in again, even in the event that we have some uh, disappointing manufacturing numbers, which are one of the overarching themes this week. Is that going to be enough to see a a repricing in those uh, bond markets to talk about a cut in May? If we get some Fed speak at some stage this week, that could have some influence. But swaps are now pricing in about 90 points of Federal Reserve rate cuts in 2024. And that's down from 150 basis points at the start of February. So that's been a big repricing. In Europe, wages have been whittled down to about 100 basis points from 150. And overnight, we did see, of course, some reaction to the situation as far as the European bond market's concerned. And what we have seen there at the same time is the risk premium between the German Bund yield and the Italian yield. That... that difference in yield is now 145.5 basis points. That's a low since March 2022. So investors are locking in higher returns amid rising expectations for a cut in interest rates at the moment. Now, what we saw overnight, Tom, was Europe's benchmark stock index hit its highest level in over, mm. over two years. So that's, uh, that's what I find interesting is that the conversation around rate cuts is perhaps less uh, fervent or optimistic but you've still got uh, these asset markets holding up at record high levels. You do. And part of the reason for that is the corporate earnings have been pretty good in Europe. We have seen, obviously, overnight lighter trade volumes with the US market shut, but healthcare stocks climbed 
0.9% to a near two-year high, and that was led by AstraZeneca, which jumped over 3% after a combination of its blockbuster cancer drug Tegriso with chemotherapy to treat a type of lung cancer was approved by the U.S. Food Drug Administration. So Indeed, that was a strong performer. It's an important performer. catalyst uh, for healthcare companies if you get the FDA uh, giving your uh, molecule drug or whatever it is, uh, the green light, then you are uh, on a much better footing. Ryan, I want to reflect on the reopening of the Chinese market yesterday because uh, there were some hopes that this would be uh, an important Lunar New Year break in terms of the consumer psychology, which has been under siege in recent months. Was there enough here to perhaps say that we have turned a corner? Because there have been quite a number of statistics reported around uh, travel in particular in China. They are saying, uh, the Chinese Communist Party's TV channel saying that uh, travel was up 19% relative to pre-pandemic levels. More attractive when you compare it to last year, they're saying that it was up by a third. Uh, and there were some very punchy figures reported by official channels in, in relation to spending. However, private measures have shown some divergence from that. Well, we did see the main benchmark CSI 300 index up 1.2% as China reopened after the Lunar New Year week break. And we did see stocks struggle in the early hours despite buoyant travel and tourism data, as, as you suggest, Tom. And that also implied that consumption had picked up. But the economy continues to struggle with the property crisis. And we heard from Chinese Premier Li Keqiang on Sunday, and he called for pragmatic and forceful action to boost the nation's confidence in the economy. What was disappointing over the weekend, though, was the reaction as far as those medium-term loan facilities were concerned in terms of those interest cutting rates. Cutting rates. They're not cutting rates to the uh, clip that the market wants them. No. And what we saw is reaction in the industrial metal space. We saw copper prices down yesterday uh, by 0.7% in London trade. And the iron ore price plunged in Singapore trade. We saw the iron ore price down by 3% to 127.39 US dollars a tonne. Today, we get an update on the shorter-term loan prime rates. They could be adjusted slightly so the commercial banks could trim their loan prime rates. Uh, but certainly, the trimming of those will be less than the market wants at 3.4 and, and perhaps 4.10%. The economy needs a boost from lower borrowing costs and recent cuts in deposit rates and reserve requirement ratios give banks room to manoeuvre. Yes, and it seems as though the progress thus far on interest rates hasn't quite been enough uh, to provide that tipping point that investors have been looking for. And Ryan, this has been reflected in a survey that we look at quite carefully from time to time, the Bank of America uh, survey. One of the most crowded trades at the moment is being short China, and there uh, is nothing in this survey to suggest that they are changing their mind on that. And one of the anecdotes coming out of that survey is that more needs to be done in, in relation to policy, particularly where interest rates are concerned. And another important uh, lens that will be applied to what's going on in China will come in the form of today's earnings numbers from BHP. That will be examined very carefully. So BHP is expected to report results today with underlying profits around $6.6 billion, interim dividend per share estimate of $0.72, cents, net income estimate of $6.63 billion, with the underlying EBITDA estimate of $15.6 billion. But Australian iron ore miners are expected to limit dividend payouts 
in their half-year results this week, keeping cash on hand for large capital spending as they transition to the new world as far as energy is concerned. Iron ore prices averaging around 120 bucks a ton, uh, but BHP's policy uh, is to have a payout ratio of around 50%. They could be conservative because of their Oz Minerals acquisition recently, and CapEx has increased on the back of that, and they're also having to settle around the Samarco dam failure tragedy as well. Indeed. And as an overarching theme, the preservation of capital by um, withholding dividend payments or, or clipping them or themes along those lines is something that is quite common uh, in relation to the resource sector at the moment. Now, as far as our markets are concerned today, we have a lot of companies releasing earnings today, Tom. BHP is one that stands out, of course. We've got West Farmers, Domain, Magellan, Kelly Partners, Challenger, Vicinity and Computer Share all trading ex-dividend. Those shares could be lower. And also we get the latest Reserve Bank meeting minutes. And of course, looking at those minutes, Michelle Bullock in that meeting, wrong-footed markets anticipating a dovish tone at their first meeting on February 6th, saying a further increase in interest rates cannot be ruled out. So we'll be paying close attention to any debate about February's policy decision and views about the outlook for inflation. Indeed, the Aussie dollar not vastly changed from where it was yesterday afternoon, trading at 65.4 US cents. Thanks for your company this morning. We look forward to talking to you again tomorrow. This podcast is prepared, approved and distributed in Australia by Commonwealth Securities Limited, ABN 60067-254-399, AFSL 238814. The information does not take into consideration your objectives, financial situation or needs. Consider the appropriateness of the information before acting and if necessary, seek appropriate professional advice. Listener.